you love noodles, you're in the right place because this is the podcast about people and the noodles that they love. I'm your host and best friend, Kevin Chu, and this is Slurp. your best friend, the guy who just started uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon and is very much enjoying it, Kevin Chu, and I'm here with episode 9, I believe, of Slurp. Ooh, wow, we're almost at the 10s, uh, and I'm celebrating with a very huge two-parter episode, uh, another one, uh, my second two-parter already, uh, but I just keep having these great conversations with people that are too long to put into one episode, so I'm giving it two parts, um, and this time I talked to comedian tony then um t- i met tony when he went to the open mic that i helped produce at holy grounds coffee and tea that's every thursday at 6 p.m wink wink but yeah uh i met tony and he had a great set uh and i talked to him afterwards and we've kept in touch kind of we um at each other on facebook after that and um just completed a tour in vietnam which we will talk about in part two of our episode um but we had a very delicious bowl of Bun Ryu, which is a Vietnamese dish, uh, traditionally is tomato-based soup, very good. It usually has crab meat, uh, shrimp, shrimp paste, uh, rice, vermicelli noodles, and sometimes snails, as we discussed in this episode. Um, and it's very good. I used to have it a lot growing up as a kid, and it's one of my favorite ones. And the one that we went, the one uh, from the restaurant we went to, it's called Nachong, and it um, features a very big uh, delicious meatball that is just crab and all the, all the other good fixings that I've come to know and love from Bun Ryu. And it's, it's pretty, um, it's pretty, it's pretty delicious. Minus the snails. Um, that's not for everybody, I guess, but I love the snails. And we have a really great conversation about uh, how we both started up in comedy, and we talk about the Spaceballs book adaptation of the movie, <laughs> and a bunch of other good cheap food around Los Angeles. So I think it's a really fun conversation. I really hope you guys enjoy it. So please sit back and relax and enjoy episode nine, part one of my conversation with Tony Vin, everybody. Are you touring? gigs and so so they, they don't pay well or they're, yeah. they're sometimes shady or you yeah. know it's just yeah. I think it's depressing so I think I've had to balance it out with you know uh-huh. staying off the road and on the road yeah. but uh, yeah. Yeah. hopefully I'll get to a point where I can't tour more often but the better rooms so uh, how often do you like are you touring you say you're touring less now do you tour more before uh, yeah I usually go out a lot but, yeah. you know, well, I used to go out a lot when I lived uh, kind of more towards the Midwest and everything, just because oh, okay. I could drive places. Yeah. Here in L.A., you know, it's like, it's an expensive flight if I go yeah. somewhere, and 
I mean, most of my connections are in the Midwest, so it's like I either get a slide, I either get an Uber or rent a car, which yeah. costs money, or if I drive, it's the longest drive ever. So, you know, I, I do digs in like Vegas and Arizona, kind of. Uh-huh. I stay on the kind of west side if I do, you know. Yeah. Um, but like in a couple of weeks, I'm gonna go to Chicago. Wow. And then. Uh, and then I'm going to Kansas City to record an album, and then I'm going back to Chicago after that to do new shows. And so, so, uh, and then I'm probably heading back to LA when something else comes up. Are you recording an album when you, when you, um, when you do that? Uh, May 19th. Okay. Kansas City. Kansas City. Yeah, yeah. Um, you, is it like an hour long one or is it a half hour? Oh, it's probably going to be an hour. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe 45 minutes if I listen to like, oh, like this man. I mean, I've, I've done like over an hour shows and so I've, I've been, I haven't really, uh, I've never put anything, I've been doing this for a long time, I've never put anything like recorded. Yeah. I kind of, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm kind of like, I keep writing, uh-huh. but I keep like, forgetting my old stuff because it's like, you know it's like you only get so much time and so like I, I write and then I push you know other stuff out so I just want to get that stuff recorded I don't know how great the album will be uh, or how ideal but at least I'll have it you know and yeah. then I can kind of move forward and then you know something ever big happens I'll just re-record anything that I want you know it's not like I'm Chris Rock or, you know, Cypher was like recorded and I can never use it again because so many people heard it, you know? Yeah. But it's more just for my own records. Did you, so how long did you do Sam? Wow. I started, man, it's a long time. <laughs> long time. When were you born? 92. <laughs> 92? Yeah. Okay. I started back in, uh, probably, I'm going to say about 90. 2000, but you know that was off and on. I was doing like you know mics and stuff. I started down the road then, but then I was still in school, finishing school, and then you know got into it, had to work, you know. And so I, I was just kind of off and on with comedy. Uh, at one point I quit for like a few years, and then I then I jumped back in, and I quit again, and I jumped back in. I always say like the uh, you know you're not a real comic unless you you quit it. Because, <laughs> you know, because yeah. when you quit it, it's because you kind of took it to a point where it's like... You feel like you, you reached... Uh, yeah, you got into it. You, you kind of got deep into it, and you realized how hard it is. And then so you kind of take a step back and get away, kind of gather your bearings. But, um, but yeah, so then I kind of started doing it again, and I kind of... I, uh, I moved to Detroit in 2008... Uh, and then I, uh, I started doing it more seriously then. And then, uh, and then, but I was still working on it stuff. And then I, then I moved to Texas in 2010. Uh, and did it more and more locally. Then I started going on the road and stuff. And then, uh, so it's weird. It's like I've been doing it for a long time, but like experience-wise and everything, I put myself like at a you know, maybe seven to eight year level comments. I'm not like how many straight years you've been doing it? Uh, well, just kind of where experience-wise, I kind of, oh. like, you know, you know you, you know your way around. Like, they say, you know, you're not a real comic until you do it in like 10 years, and that's when you kind of, like, you're, 
where uh, you know you can headline, you're comfortable with anything that gets thrown your way. I'm pretty comfortable, but I still, you know, I don't do it enough to where I'm like, you know, I'm comfortable with doing an hour at any place, you know. But I'm also not like a rookie, you know. So. Uh, yeah, I know how that. I mean, I know definitely how it feels like get to a point in comedy where you're like, oh, it's too hard for me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. like having to stop for a while. It's just, it's just, you get burned out, you know, it's with everything. You know? it's, after, after a while, it's like, when you start out, it's like, great, but then it's like, okay, once you're in the thick of things, you're, yeah. you know, you kind of put up a bunch of bullshit, you know, and it, it gets tired. It's like a job, it becomes a job at that point. Yeah. So, you know? Yeah. So, I remember the first time like I got up on stage at like an open mic in college and I made someone laugh and I was like, oh my god, this is like Yeah. This feels so good. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Great Yeah. Like or like but like I I know that's like not how a lot of people start. A lot of people start like their first time like totally eat it. And that happened when I came to LA actually. I had like been doing comedy in San Diego for a few years. It was okay. Yeah. And then I came to LA and like my first mic I did a mic at Tribal Cafe. Um, oh. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> is that, is that, that's where you do your show now, right? No, 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 no Tribal no. is um, in Silver Lake. I do uh, a whole event. Yeah. Yeah. Those rooms are tough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they don't like stop doing anything just for the show. They like. <laughs> no, man. They, uh, <laughs> they turn the blender on. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're tough and you know, you gotta kind of be in the clique too. To get any love, you're the yeah. new guy. It's like, what, what's this guy want? You know, uh, I still get that. So it's not just you being like new from San Diego. So, yeah. um, no, nah, man, it's yeah. It's uh, first time I did, I killed, I slaughtered. It was awesome because I had like 20 friends. <laughs> That's the other thing is when you start doing it, you invite your friends and they all come because it's like I've never seen this before. And then like yeah, they, they one kind of, month later they're like I don't want to see you talk on stage exactly. anymore. <laughs> and so my first time I did it, like it was like they called it a contest or whatever. I don't know. I, I just had like I remember I had like ten or fifteen friends that came to either support me or make fun of me, hope, hope to see I fail. And I went on, and you know they were basically the crowd. You know, and at the yeah. end, at the end, it's like they were like, "All right, the club." They were like, "All right, we're gonna, we're gonna you know, we're gonna judge who is the best comic, and the best comic gets to come back on Sunday on the real show, on a Sunday show, and uh, you know, and it gets the host, gets the host, you know, <laughs> which is a big thing, especially for a guy that's never done it. Before. It's a completely different skill set, it's, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so. You know, I of course won because there's only like 25 people there, and I had probably like 15 <laughs> people. And so uh, I wondered, like, oh, you could come back. You know what? I did have jokes, but they were terrible, right? And so I can't. So they're like, oh, we want you to come back and all that stuff. So sure enough, Sunday comes, I come back. Nobody. And they're like, you're the host. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, well, where's all your people? And I was like, what are you talking about? I won the contest. Like, and they were like, oh, well, listen, you weren't funny. That's just like, you know, we thought you'd bring back the Sunday crowd. That's why we let you win. And then I totally ate it. That's what, that's what I kind of realized the reality of comedy there. But, you know, that's like you're hooked. You're hooked because you're yeah. you know, So it's how it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, snap. 
I'm sure they're both Vietnamese women, you know. You haven't seen Coming to America? I haven't seen Coming to America. You have to see it. Listen, I haven't seen the lost movies in the world. I didn't see any of the original Star Wars growing up. Really? No. Well, it's kind of... Here, I'm at a point now where I don't know if you should. Okay? It's great when you're a kid. It was great at the time. It's groundbreaking. But I tried to watch it again, like... You know, when every Star Wars comes out and plays on TV, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so corny and shit. And that's, I think it, you know... You, did, have you seen the new Star Wars? I, yeah, no, I've, I've only seen the, I've only seen episodes one, two, three, seven, and did eight. you like it? Yeah, I like the old ones because again, I was a kid. I'm sure they're bad. You should <laughs> you should you should see the original, but just get it's like I'm watching them now because my friend was making me. <laughs> that's so corny now, though. Yeah, uh, it's the same reason why I can't watch The Wire. Did you ever watch The Wire on HBO? No. Like, everyone tell me how great the wire was, right? Like, best show ever. And then I'm mm. trying to watch one episode, and, and they were like, everyone have pagers. <laughs> At one point, they were like, man, why does homicide get the computers and we're still on these typewriters? <laughs> like, oh, God, I can't. It's dated. I can't watch it. <laughs> that shit bothers me, you know? It's like, uh, Greatest show ever. I can't watch it. It's not a quality thing. I know. I know. Can I get to write this report? (laughs) (laughs) Someone's Um, beeping me. (laughs) Um, No, yeah, I was... But my, I was told, I've seen, I've never seen Star Wars, but I have seen Spaceballs like five times. <laughs> you were born in 1992, 94? It's because it was always on TV on like, on like, on like, on like Saturdays during the day when they didn't have anything else to play, but it was like Spaceballs. You know how like old I am? I was old when it came out in theaters. <laughs> and I couldn't go see it because I was a kid. My dad didn't want to take me to see it. So you know what I did? I bought the book. Spaceballs. I'm a Star Wars. Spaceballs. At the bookmobile at my school. I'm the only guy that ever read the book, the Spaceballs, before seeing the movie. Oh, you read the... Oh, so you did see the movie. I was gonna, that was my question. Years later, when it came out on TV, <laughs> when I read the book... Uh-huh. What did you think? <laughs> you think it was funny? I mean, it was a Pulitzer Prize. <laughs> the jokes, the jokes kind of uh, don't hit Yeah. when you're reading it. <laughs> so, yeah, this needs John Candy. Do you like the movie? No. <laughs> What other restaurants have you taken people taking you to? You've um, never had this before, right? No, not that. Do, do you usually do they usually go eat dry noodles or soups? It's usually soup noodles. Most of it's soup noodles. Um, I wanted to go to Bob Pasteur, but you said someone already went. Yeah, so I did already go. I mean, we can go again. I don't care. Because they really have good food. Well, we got to have a variety. I guess it doesn't matter. You can even the, say the name of the yeah, restaurant. Yeah, the place isn't the place isn't what it is. It's I didn't give any love to the restaurant. He <laughs> didn't ruin it for me by saying that the owners are like in a freaking cat fight. I linked. I linked all the um, the Yelp in the description. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I will. Let's let our subscribers know this. This has an astounding B grade. <laughs> <laughs> and for Boone, right? 
Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good though. Yeah. Um, I've never had these meatballs in it. They have these they're like good meatballs. Oh my god. They're like more soft. you're gonna take a picture of them. <laughs> of <the dish>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you might now I know why you only have twenty subscribers. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, people. Yeah, I'm fucking a big time. Just know that if you see a picture that is like pristine, he stole it off Yelp. He stole it off Yelp. Oh man. No, yeah. uh, I really came here because of the parking. The parking situation. What parking? Oh, it's free. Oh yeah, yeah. It's free at Pasture too. It's free everywhere in San Diego Valley. Oh man, I'm so so tired of it. Like go Koreatown. Mm-hmm. You go to those restaurants mm-hmm. and it's like valet for like mm-hmm. it's like three or five bucks mm-hmm. and they tell you to park your own car. Like, what the fuck? Wait, I've never had a valet tell me to park my own car. <laughs> They're like, pull it in there. Really? Yeah. I've or I've had where they park my car mm-hmm. and it's literally like in the like five feet from where I'm standing. I when I come out one time, they just came with my keys. I'm like, Yeah, when I pay for valet, my own car. <laughs> Should you tip me? Yeah, when I get a valet, I expect them to like run. I give them my keys. I want them to like run around the corner and yeah. like, drive up five minutes later. Have you eaten this Korean soup? Uh, I forget what it's called. It's like served ice cold. Sometimes there's ice chips in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you eaten it? Yeah. Okay. I went to a place. I can't do it. I can't do it. I see it, I want it to be hot. It's like, why is this soup with, like, beef in it, like, freezing cold? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 no, I know. Um, I don't I don't want my soup the same temperature as Gatorade. <laughs> that's, no, I, I think that's, I, 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 I like it. I don't know, it's not like my go-to, you know, soup. Yeah. Um, also, I've had this... My, I don't know why my mom used to make my mom, my mom used to make it when I was a kid. She used to put like, I don't know, like she used to put snail in it. No, that's not yeah. 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 Um That's how you're supposed to. That's the authentic one. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't use snails, so No. No. You've never had it with snails? I don't no. I have had it before, but I just kind of give it to whoever house is there. I don't I've eaten snails before, and I can't do it. That's fair. I don't enjoy them. You like you like snails? I mean, I don't. I I, I only have them in one room, so uh, I have no like parameter other than like it tastes good with tomato soup and noodles. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like. I also like for sure like didn't know a snail for the longest time. And then, like, after I modeled it, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're, like, really, like, it's like eating cartilage. Like, it's just, really chewy, yeah. Yeah, it's, like, chewy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's just, like, the change of texture, you know? You get something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This, this podcast got really interesting. <laughs> yeah, can you hear how interesting <laughs> <laughs> Like you talked about how your mom used to make you come away, right? Yeah. This. Did she ever make you this either? My mom was a good cook, man. She uh, she came over from Vietnam and they kind of did live in Kansas mm-hmm. back then. It's like why'd you go to Kansas instead of like I know why we went to like we, California probably. My uh, my uncle was an American, uh, American, American, you know, U.S. military, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
don't know why I said U.S. military, but like, he's in, he's in the Nazis. <laughs> no, but he, uh, and so when he was kind of stationed in Kansas, whatever, so whenever he, he brought our family over, uh, that's where they just went. Versus every other Vietnamese family who got to live by the beach or whatever. It's like, oh, great. And so back then, it's just like, a small community, if there was one, it's so spread out that, you know, we didn't know anybody else. And so my mom, she had to pretty much make Vietnamese food out of the ingredients that were there. And at the time, you know, there was no Asian markets at the time, you know? Yeah. And so, you know, she, we pretty much ate at home. We couldn't go to restaurants or anything, but they wanted Vietnamese food, you know? Mm-hmm. My mom was a pretty decent cook. She ended up working like at a Chinese restaurant there, and she was like, you know, like their head cook and everything. But it was too much work, man. Restaurant life. Yeah, the meatballs here are different. They're more solid a lot of times. Yeah. You eat them kind of more flaky, right? Yeah, crumbly. These are really. Are these crab? They're supposed to be. Usually it's crab and shrimp. Kind of. I never had it. Yeah, see, I never had it with crab. I always had it with snail. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wait, no, shrimp I think I might eat. Are you sure you had this dish? <laughs> no, I think my mom just gave me snails. <laughs> I was like, well, this is supposed to have crab and shrimp, but we, we, we can't afford it. This is a good thing in a dirt. <laughs> well, you know what? She might not have put real crab. She might have put imitation crab, I think. Yeah, I might have. Like, shrimp, or, I remember shrimp back. Yeah, for sure. Oh, and snail, yeah. It's usually like the, the small, the small shrimp. Mm-hmm. And you the dried ones, yeah. The dried ones, or even maybe not so dried, but it's always like that cheaper shrimp. But then you kind of grind it with crab meat, and you kind of put it together in this thing. What is this in that paste? I don't know, the shrimp paste. Yeah, the shrimp paste. That's stinky like, paste. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she wants in Monterey Park. You don't get to see there either. What are you talking about, man? You know? No. <laughs> No one makes it with snails anymore. No one makes it like this. <laughs> this has some other things that was really good. Yeah. I, remember where it was, but... I also love when my mom cooks noodles because she always leaves. She always makes like a big batch of noodles. And then like while she works on other stuff, she kind of just leaves it out. <laughs> and I would always just like pick up some noodles. Oh, yeah? Work or something. And you, eat it. Are you the only child? No, I have a younger sister. Um, they all live out here? Uh, no, my sister lives in Berkeley, actually. Where your parents live, or your mom? Monterey Park. Yeah. You live with them? Yeah. Yeah, sweet. God, I wish I lived with them. Cook for me all the time? Yeah. Cook for me all the time? Does she still cook? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, sometimes she, she makes this too. Yeah. Mostly it's just like, you know, rice or like, and like some kind of meat that she cooks up. She cooks a lot of Chinese food too? Since um, your, your dad was Chinese, you said? My dad's Burmese. Oh, he's Burmese? Well, my dad's from Burma, but he is Chinese. Have you been to Burma? No, I haven't been to Burma or Vietnam. Really? Have you had Burmese food? Mm-hmm. Yeah, their tea, tea leaf salad. Yeah. And then a uh, Sean rice? Is that what it is? Sean or? Sean. 
Sean. Have you had it? I haven't had the rice, but I have the daily salad at... Are there good Burmese restaurants? There's a ton. There's one right around the corner. Really? Yeah. What the hell are we here for? <laughs> Damn it, I told you to. Because I wanted to do what you wanted to do, Tony. That's the point of this podcast. We have the exact argument. Picture it how delicious this Burmese restaurant is. Well, the other one's like a fancy Burmese restaurant, so it's like a little bit more expensive, but it's really good. Um, I forget what it's called. I don't, I, we've only gone there once, and it was my dad's birthday. Really? Um, yeah, but it's really good. It's just like, oh, it's like a little bit fancier. It's like a little... Is there a kind of a down and dirty one that's really good? Um, yeah, I mean, there's a place that my dad goes to all the time where the lady makes it in her backyard. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Is that around anymore? I think so. But they changed it. So before they she had like this canopy in her backyard and she had like little like four tables out there and you could like sit there and eat. Uh, but, of those places. but now she now they like now they got in trouble and now she has to like uh, it's all take out now. And those are the best places though. Yeah. <laughs> it was really good and it was like You're like, I will I will suffer through a stomach egg <laughs> to eat this. And it was like five dollars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are we here? Yeah, David. It's close, probably. We knocked on her door. It's her house. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she had always come off the too. She was just like everything. I wish I knew what you could do. And I wish I knew what we could be. So let's leave this place outside of my And that was episode 9 of Slurp. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. As usual, I have a few thank yous I want to give out before I finish up for today. Um, first thank you, of course, goes out to my guest, Tony Vin. Tony, thank you so much. You were wonderful. Um, part 2 is going to be up soon, so look out for that. You can follow Tony on Facebook. Um, he has a comedian page. Or you can go follow him on YouTube. It's just under his name for both. That's Tony, V-I-N-H. And he has some hilarious clips on his YouTube. And... If you follow Facebook, you'll find out more about his own podcast and shows, and you can go support him at a live show. It'll be great. Um, I'd also like to thank the Hong Kong-based artist who did my logo, Jason Lee. Jason, thank you so much for the logo. I love it so much. You can find more of his work on his Instagram, at Hong Kong Gong, or on his website, hongkonggong.com, where you can also purchase some of his art and zines. I'd also like to thank the musician, Ginger Root, who wrote the theme song for my podcast and then let me use it he didn't write it for my podcast but i'm using it as the theme song uh you can find more of his music on itunes bandcamp soundcloud and spotify and of course you must be wondering how are the ways i can support this wonderful podcast well you can follow us on instagram for starters at slurpod you can also subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud at bit.ly backslash slurpod. You can also subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Two Kevin's Record Podcast. Um, that's um, where we publish from, and that's where you'll get all the episodes from if you subscribe to it. Um, you can also support us, of course, on Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash slurpod. Uh, that's where I post extra content from the episodes. This week I have some 
good, good extra content from Tony. I have one next week and I have one for this week. Um, so please subscribe, kick in a dollar, two dollars, anything helps. Everything goes to cover the cost of food for my guests. So please do that if you are so inclined. And that's it for this week. Uh, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I hope you have a great rest of the week and a wonderful weekend. And of course, as usual, keep on slurping. Mm-hmm.